I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. If you love if you love someone, though, with, like, a, a smelly fanny and a bad breath, like, that boards pretty well for the rest of the relationship, doesn't it? Hello, everybody, and welcome to Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2. This week, I am joined by reality TV OG, longest-running cast member from Made in Chelsea, and the fella with more locks in his name than a Paris bridge. It's Ollie Lock, 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 everybody! <laughs> <laughs> I love that! That was amazing. Oh, well, welcome, Vicky Patterson, The Secret 2, Made. How are you? I'm good. I haven't seen you in ages. I know it's criminal, but then when I saw you today just on this Zoom, I got really giddy and happy alls. I did. <laughs> You're always such a little breath of fresh air. How are you, Petal? I'm good, but I must admit, I, I am in Portugal right now, but I um I've gone back to using something on my face as a fake tan that I haven't used for a long time. Aye. And I I do you ever do you ever use Sally Hansen for legs? Oh yeah, I used to always use it, mate. It was yeah. my go-to. I'm going back and doing it on my face again. I'm bringing back the teenage years. <laughs> and it's an absolute game changer. Be careful, Petal. It's a slippery slope. You'll end up back on the dream map moose before you know it. Heaven done. <laughs> Sorted. <laughs> I feel really pale in comparison today. Like, I'm trying to get my fake tan off so I can have a new spray for next week. Yeah, good. You are just reminding me just how truly English rose I am in real life. <laughs> but it's Newcastle versus the uh, the Portuguese weather. That is definitely it. Right, mate. What are you doing in Portugal? You're just having a holiday. Literally five days just chilling and drinking excessively. Oh, my God. Well, I'm going to make this so quick because I feel like I want you to get back to that as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's just have fun. Yeah. So the new series of Made in Chelsea is on TV at the minute. And actually, we had mm. Ruby Adler on last week. And until mm-hmm. then, we hadn't really had very many Made in Chelsea stars. But I think I've kicked something off because I'm becoming obsessed with you all again. How Good. Is- perfect. <laughs> it's having a renaissance. It absolutely is, mate. Like, I've been watching all the clips. I'm going to definitely get, I'm going to start watching the series again. How is it going? Yeah, You know what? It's pretty, pretty seriously good, if I'm honest. I'm I'm now 104 years old. Um, I'm looking great. <laughs> uh, I've been on the show for way longer than I wanted to um, originally. And um, you're like the scoff of, um, <laughs> of Made in Chelsea. <laughs> mortifying. Okay. Well, I'm with you entirely. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm getting older and older and I have to inject myself more and more in my face to make sure that I keep up with the kind of 23-year-olds. Oh, um, fuck off, Ollie. Honestly, you are Benjamin Buttoning. You are literally <laughs> going backwards, mate. Like, you could keep up with them, definitely, in that respect. It's mortifying, though. I, I do sit there and I'm like, oh, and they're like, 
oh, I'm turning 23. And I'm like, 35. I'm like, oh. I, I think I just retire. <laughs> but like, I absolutely get it. Like, it's lovely chatting to you, you know, and I get so many amazing people on here and I'm not kicking a gift horse in the mouth at all in terms of like Love Island <laughs> and that. But, you know, when I get like the young Towie on or someone from Love Island and I'm just chatting and they casually drop in that they're 21. And I think if I'd have got a move on, you know, I could be your ma. Like, I could have been your ma. It's fucking horrible, mate. <laughs> it's not great, is it? It's mortifying. Yeah. And also, but, yeah, I've, I think this is my 12th year doing it. But you're flying your flag for people in their 30s and you are bringing issues that are affecting people in their 30s to reality TV. So I, f- I for one, am all for it, miss. Well, i tell you what, that is interesting. I think with Chelsea and some of the shows now, if there is that age divide where you do have the 21-year-olds that like shag each other and, and, yeah. and get cheating on each other and all that bollocks, um, it's all fine, great. Yeah. But also, if you're of a certain age, we got married on camera. We, we were yeah, talking about miscarriage. We're talking about surrogacy. We're talking about stuff that people of a certain age to understand and relate to more than they do for people cheating on people and whatever. But it's nice. So it's almost like diversifying the audience. So you've got, in the same way that you're an OG, you'll have the audience members who are still watching it from when we were first on TV, you know, who've grown up with it and are going through the things you're talking about. Mm. And then, of course, you have. You've got the people doing the corridor creeping, the bed hopping and the shagging, and they can bring in the young ones. So I do feel as though Maid and Chelsea... They're not daft, are they? They're hitting all these demographics. I mean, what was quite funny is they did t- say we're going away for six weeks next week, uh, right. and we're going to we're going to Mallorca. I'll say that I'm probably not allowed to, but I am. So we're doing a <laughs> summer series in Mallorca. He's he doesn't give a fuck. That's <laughs> no, fine. Also, they're not going to fire me. No, just, I mean, no, it's great. Um, there you go, exclusive. Um, <laughs> so uh, we're going to Mallorca for six weeks, um, and originally they said Ollie. Uh, it's a bit difficult. It's more of a young person's game, the Away series. And I was like, great, thanks for that. I was like, one of them basically being like, what kick you when old, you're down. <laughs> two old gays going to do instead. Then we're not going to, two old married gays. Um, and I was like, well, okay, fine. Kind of thing. They didn't set quite like that, but you know what? And uh, they want all the people to be shagging and all that kind of stuff. It's more of a kind of fun thing. Anyway, now they've just turned around to us and said, we're going to give you your own villa. You're allowed your dogs. And so basically, we're in a retirement home down the road from the. <laughs> From the major house. They've popped you in Santa Ponza and they're all in yeah. Magaluf, which I'm yeah, sure you aren't. I'm sure Made in Chelsea aren't filming in Magaluf. Yeah. That's what we filmed. <laughs> yeah, I think it's the way. But I think that the press department decided that someone needed to do the interviews. Uh, so, so I've got to be involved in it somewhere. <laughs> oh, no, but I'm honestly all for it. Like, do you miss any of the old cast members and stuff? Because obviously I was on, like, researching you this morning, looking at your best bits, and that was, like, the golden age of reality TV as far as mm. I was concerned. Like, you, Jamie, Spencer, Kagi. Like, do you miss that lot? Or are you just loving, like, the, the fresh meat every so often? Does it help with, like, keeping your interest peaked? I mean, I imagine you get the question the whole time as well, being like the original Julie Shawlock, where yeah. it's a big, big deal and everyone loved seeing all of that and Gaz and Charlotte and all that kind of stuff all in the house together. Everyone would love, that's why the reunion and stuff like that is, is such a big deal. Um, and um, I would love to see, I did actually met tweet the other day, Instagram the other day saying, um, say who wants to see the see the OGs back and it literally went mental I know I've seen like thousands of comments and stuff but I would fucking love to see you and Binky back together tearing up Sloan Square like I do feel like and it's why the 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 series of Geordie Shaw will do so well you know like people did invest and I agree yeah I agree but but that's what that's what people love but everyone's got kids now 
um, everyone. Spencer's just had his third child. I just don't know how Vogue keeps popping them out and still looking that amazing. Honestly, she's, an, it, she's a weapon. It, I don't know what's in the Irish water, but that is fucking water I could bottle. <laughs> it's impressive, isn't it? She's unbelievable. Um, but yeah, it would be amazing to see all these people back. But it's what else? I also find something quite extraordinary. Look, the other day, I wish me and Gareth call it Gaiden Chelsea at the moment because there are seven LGBTQ plus cast members. Really? That represent seven. That's amazing, though, because look at it back when, like, obviously we first started 12 years ago, whatever. There was... I think one one gay person on um, the only way is Essex. I remember Harry Durbridge. There was nobody who identified as any of like you know the LGBTQ community on Geordie Shore, and I remember it was such a huge storyline for you to actually come out. You know, so that is major progress, mate. It was what we didn't know at the time when I came out on Chelsea as bisexual. Um, I was the first person to come out on national television in Britain ever. Um, on reality television. It happened on the Coronation Street or EastEnders or whatever like that, but it never happened reality because reality wasn't around. You little gay trailblazer, you. Oh, isn't it? <laughs> no. And I've never been fucking invited to the Attitude Awards, the bastards. I'm like, I've done You're so joking. much. Never, never been invited. It's so weird. Do you think that's because they're a bit sassy about reality TV? Yeah, probably. Honestly, I don't get invited fucking anywhere, right? And I know probably there's always <laughs> there's always the, the chance I'm gonna fucking make a fool of myself anyway. So I don't like I don't openly campaign. But yeah, I do often think it's because of the reality TV thing. People get a bit snobby, don't they? I just think we're like, I mean, yes, they are. But I think nowadays they look at us as we've sat there for twelve years. We're not just a passing like we've been on a flutter for two seconds on a reality show and whatever. Yeah. We've been around. It's not a trend. We went on X on the beach for two minutes. Like, we are stalemates of British <laughs> TV now. Give them the respect we deserve. <laughs> Quite right. Couldn't agree more. Give them a fucking invite to the Attitude Awards, will you? Yeah, thanks very much. I wouldn't go now anyway. I'm bitter. <laughs> <laughs> so, you have officially, this is, I found this pretty interesting, been on Made in Chelsea so long that I think the cast members are starting to come back around, mate. So you've now got people that you used to shag have come back on. How does, is that a bit of pill to swallow? Has that been okay? See, this storyline's really pissed me <laughs> off because years ago, right? So years ago, this was like six years ago, mm-hmm. I was seeing this girl called Emma, mm-hmm. a nice girl enjoying her and then she got pissed went to Mahiki and shagged Spencer while I was living and I remember and I got a phone call from a producer saying we're coming around your house and we're taking your phone off you because they knew that there were a pap following them and they'd been pitched outside so obviously it hit the mail online and so I was so they took my phone off me stayed with me the entire and then put me into the scene at six o'clock at night where she where I had to t- say to her that I think I want to things I want to take things a bit further like this oh, exciting babe, that was so <clears throat> cruel and then she was like well I got response last night and I was like and I a cracking line from me as I said um I said well that's my call to leave and you can get the fucking bill um knowing in my mind there was no bill it was fake drinks so uh, <laughs> <laughs> but anyway she, now she can get that fake bill <laughs> yeah she can get oh. that fake bill yeah but anyway um yes yeah, so anyway now she's come back on the scene and right. saying we never dated. And I was like, are oh, you stupid? Go back. It's set, like, just it's watch the TV, episode. mate. Yeah, I was like, how can you deny that when you can go back on all four? Like, it's absolutely extraordinary. <laughs> I, I feel like, and I don't throw this word around lightly, like, 
a little bit of a liberty. I feel like she's gaslighting you a bit. Like you definitely did today, you know. I, I, I know I did. <laughs> I, I, I know I did, and I'm like, I had to call Binky. And I was like, Binks. I was like, Am I being stupid? I was like, I did go out. This is yeah. I was like, we've been on for so long. Yeah, the storylines all mixing together. I said, did I? <laughs> you know, when, in Friends, when Ross can't like when Emma's just when uh, Rachel's just had the baby, he's like, yeah. "Did I propose? Like, <laughs> did, did I?" That is very much the same. I'm sure I did. <laughs> no, honestly, mate, like it is, it is bringing the drama, and that is what we'll love from Mid and Chelsea. Don't get us wrong, but listen, I'm Team Ollie. I think this. I love you. All G's stick together. <laughs> um, this will probably be our last year on Chelsea, though. I think we do need to put our, uh, our yeah. Put do you our, think? Do you know what? You'll be so. a real miss, mate. I, 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 I look at myself and I'm like, I, I, I signed my contract when I was 23. I'm now 35. I, I think it's probably a good idea to, to move on, I think. <laughs> Let the younger people do it. The Ken Barlow. The yeah, Ken I mean, Barlow. yeah. Ken Roach or whatever, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, hang on. So I do think, like, there is space still on reality TV for you and Gareth and everything you're talking about. And you do think, in a certain sense, you're bringing a real, a real gravity to the series. Like, I loved you getting married on the show. I thought that was absolutely beautiful. And then also, like, the conversations you're having now about, like, you know, being a gay parent, like surrogacy, everything, like they're important conversations. And I'm not ashamed to admit, I was really ignorant to the, like how difficult it is for you guys. I mean, it's one of those things because it's not talked about so much, but yeah, it is. It's been a horrific, horrific journey. And again, the journey is the word because it, it is for IVF and stuff like that. That is exactly what the process is yeah. it's not always happy it's not always good I think we've spent so fucking long in our life trying to not have children and suddenly when you want them <laughs> you're like why, why aren't we getting them and why are they all miscarrying and all that kind of stuff you're like this is driving us mad but um we are going again soon and it's all exciting and it's all and we just have to keep positive but what's remarkable is um the community that's out there with so many people going through the same thing it it's so it's so wonderful, you know, you've got so much support and people come up to you and talk about the surrogacy journey and about theirs and and uh, and how, how they struggled. And and we just think that we'd get married and have sex and it'd be done. We'll have our family. Well, it doesn't work like that. We're working with biology. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. 
Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program. <clears throat> Sorry, just for anybody who was like me and a bit woefully ignorant of, about it all, like... In so in America, surrogacy is like totally legal, right? Like I remember with Kim Kardashian and stuff, which again, reality TV example, you can obviously say I'm a fan. Um, but like she paid a woman, didn't she, to carry her baby? That's not legal in the UK, is it? You can't pay someone, but you can do reasonable right. expenses up to twenty thousand pounds. The whole process it hasn't been touched for. Um, 34 years, um, the surrogacy laws. Um, and for me- Which feels uh, like, so they're a bit outdated. Like beyond outdated. It's yeah. like, it's so ridiculous. Like, so when the baby is handed to us on that day, we've got nine months before we have to go and adopt our own child and have it go to the high court and do a parental order. At that point as well, up until that point, um, our biological children um, have got the surname of the surrogate that's just that's just cruel. And if we were to leave the country, I have to get written permission from the person that gave birth to me. I'm really I'm actually a bit speechless, Ollie. Like obviously this is this process that you you live you're familiar with it, you know, like you've been living it for a while, but to hear that for the first time, it's proper shocking. Oh also, if you if if you want to, if the surrogate wanted to, they could keep the baby. That's what I was just going to say. So that was going to be my next question. Like, do they have their surname as some sort of like security blanket in case they decide they've changed their mind? Yeah. Oh it's my re- god. It's, it's really. It, although it's your biological child, the person that carried it is their baby, and and they, well, that's why America is so much better in this way because at least it's a transaction. Yes. I, I, and and but I think Britain look at it in different ways, and obviously women are not ovens. And stuff like that. So I understand that. And but so that's why it's kind of it's meant to be an altruistic way of doing it and stuff like that. But when it comes to transaction like it is in America, it does sort of open up that if a lady wants to do this because biologically she can and she can carry a baby and men can't, then I sort of understand it. And there's a contract that it's the biological, the fit parents of the biological, and it kind of works like that. And I understand it, but Britain haven't really got their mind around it yet. We haven't wrapped our heads around it. And I totally I like I totally get it. Like, you know, it it's the woman's trauma she's been through and everything but it's also very insensitive to assume that the people who have like gone through all of this with her and are desperate for the baby don't have any feelings any right haven't been through any trauma themselves like I half love the way Americans are doing it at least like it's all it's all legal it's all signed nobody's getting their feelings hurt they know what they're signing up for you know I do think that's quite progressive also, uh, another cracking one with this it is, yeah. so they put it out there on the NHS. You can do it on the NHS if you want. It's a perfect situation, but you're not allowed to use a surrogate. So so how does that work? So what, I can make an embryo, I can make, uh, make a, a, a embryo, but I can't put it anywhere. So ha- hang on, I'm still exactly. confused. Yeah. So you just get your embryo. And you- there, there you go. There's your, there's your, um, there's your eggs. There's your... <laughs> It's your little, little embryo. There you go, that's sorted, but you can't put, you're not allowed to use a surrogate. So yes. what do we do? There's no equality there when it comes to it. No. As only, only in Scotland you're allowed to do that. Oh, so could you go to Scotland and do it? I think you have to be a Scottish resident. Okay. It's none, of you, none of you's got an uncle with a castle on out. 
<laughs> I'm sure we do. I'll, I'll call Spencer. I think they've got a castle. <laughs> I think I feel like like I've heard you talk about this before, and now we're finally in a place where we are celebrating gay marriage. And you know, like beings, we've got a whole Pride Month. Everything. It feels like we're really starting to move in the right direction. Yet we're falling at this hurdle. I agree. This, like get like in terms of like gay people being parents what is it what is it you're wanting to do about it because i seen you on sunday brunch really recently and you are like trying to change the legislation laws and all sorts you're going all the way at the fucking top with this aren't you yeah and uh yes um <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah i know i am and I, this is something that absolutely we want to change um i do have drank, drinks with carrie johnson in a couple of weeks and i will be talking about this Honestly, you could, hang on. When you say you've got drinks, is it like a social thing? It's a social thing, but I will be—I will be bringing up the subject to me, like, "Harry, what can we do? The situation is absurd." And also, like, yeah, she's my DM mate. I've never actually met her, but we DM. This is the difference between you and me. Like, when I have drinks with my mates, it's like my mate Steph, who I used to work at Blue Bamboo with, or something. And like, you're going—you're going for drinks with MPs. <laughs> Prime Minister's wife. I'm very aware it's an odd situation, but you're sitting there being like, if anyone can change it, fabulous. If anyone can change the rules, it's the Prime Minister's wife. Be like, oh, oh do us a favour. Let's make it easier. Yeah, I would love to think that hers and like Boris's pillow talk is about you and Gareth having kids. Like, I would absolutely love to think that's what she talks about with them at night. I swear on my life, all right, this is, I have said this on Radio 1 a long time ago, but before he was Prime Minister, I have walked into an awards ceremony once and Boris lost his mind fanboying me. I swear on my life. Or honestly, I've never, I've never seen anyone fanboy so much as, and you you know, you know it as well as I do, you can see when people mouth your name, like, yeah, (laughs) like, you see when people do that. Boris was like, from Made in Chelsea, only lock from Made in Chelsea. And I was like, this is unbelievable. Um, and suddenly he became prime minister. I was like, yeah. And also when I'm t- uh, texting um, Deanna Carrie Johnson, I was a love to be. And I'm like, why, where have I become so street? Love to be, not Boris, love to be. I'm like, all right. And now I've got to go with it as if like he's an old mate of mine. He's yeah. not. Um, I'll he's just roll with me it. once. Roll with it, mate. Before you know it, yeah. every gay couple's going to have a baby and it's going to be your doing. <laughs> Try and make it work as much as you can. Thanks, Gary. Um, but I tell you what, what was really interesting is with the gay marriage situation, um, that wedding was obviously at the end of the COVID situation. It was the last wedding. Uh, sorry, it was the, yeah, it was the lot. We had the last wedding before second lockdown. We got married at one minute to 10. If it was 10 o'clock, it would have been the legal marriage. All right. We were filming from nine in the morning to a quarter to one in the morning. Uh, for long, Chelsea that online. sounds like a long day. God. I went to bed without having a glass of wine, watching David Attenborough yeah. in my bed on my own. <laughs> on my oh, the wedding romance. night. The romance. But <laughs> the week, a couple of weeks after that, the show was played and we made it for the first time ever. They changed to Maiden Chelsea, The Wedding. And if you look at the ratings, which and we'll do on Wikipedia, it's like all the a million people, 1.2 million people to do it for the years and years and years. Ours was watched by three and a half million people on that night. Fuck off, Ollie. Three oh, and a half million. And the, the most person that's ever, the most, the highest ever has been 1.4 million in series one. And so three yeah. and a half million people watching our wedding is showing there's not only a space for gay marriage, there's actually a need, a want for it to see this kind of wonderful, beautiful, people have grown up. Yeah, they realise like, 
yeah, people have grown up and, and realized this isn't like also, yeah, grow up. If anyone still has a problem with it, grow up. Why can you not why can you not let someone be themselves? This whole trans debate and be like, who gives a fuck? Like if yeah. they want to be whatever, whatever, who cares? Why do people have a problem with someone else's world? No, I know. And I, I do just think like it shows, like you say, that people very closed minded, a, a bit of ignorance, I suppose, if people can't. And also just being really stuck in the stuck in the past. But those ratings speak for themselves, Ollie's like they speak for themselves, Ollie. There's a desperate it's not it's an appetite, isn't it? People are people are finally recognizing just that love is love and it should be celebrated in any form. And you've like, I don't mean to blow smoke up your ass, mate, but you have played a huge part in that in campaigning for that equality throughout reality TV and that visibility and um, representation. That's super kind of you. I think it would be a disservice. It would be something absurd if I didn't talk about it. Yeah. We've got this fabulous platform and who do you, what do you want to go down as in history? Do you want to go down as someone that did something stupid or, or actually try and use your platform for worth? And to make, yeah. if there's two kids out there that we've helped them in some way to make them feel their confidence to come out or, or to be themselves or to be happy. We're so lucky to live in, in London, which is a cosmopolitan place and to have access to that and, and go to Soho and everyone's celebrated most of the time. Um, but if you're in, in the middle of buttfuck nowhere and you're, you are the only gay in the village and you can turn on the TV on a Monday night and see someone sitting there talking about my, my, my colleague, um, my colleague, God. Um, my, the guy that's on the show, Robbie. Barry from um, HR. Yeah, yeah, quite right. Um, Robbie's talking about PrEP and taking a pill every day to make sure HIV isn't... We're talking about that on camera and that kind of stuff. It's fabulous. Think about the, as if that only gay in the village that sat there saying that every single Monday night there's someone that's, that's fighting on his corner. Well, fabulous thing to be able to do. It's, it's incredible. It's amazing. But I feel like you're being very modest. Like, I honestly believe got it i honestly believe like your openness um with your journey with like the struggles like the working out who you are it will have inspired so many people to actually to come out to accept themselves did you get loads of messages like that when you were going through that on the show um it's it, interestingly people come up to me quite a lot especially friends that i've known for a while and be like that it was because of you that, that i'd sit there at boarding school or whatever like that and they said and i knew what i was and i didn't want to say anything but i that is to hear that is fabulous and i do have people come up to me in bars or whatever and say can i speak to you for two minutes like yes of course and they said my dad's just come out and i don't really know how to handle it and i get this happened twice now Dad, I, was like, well, I love people i love people having the confidence to be who they want even in later life like i think it's adorable and it's also gok has been um, one of my best friends for 10 years. Mm. He's kind of, we did Chatty Man together years ago and and, um, and we actually, we ended up snogging at the end of the night, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we never snogged again after that, but he became one of my best friends. Was it that bad? Mates. No, I think we just realised that we're just doing it because we were pissed. Uh, um, <laughs> anyway, we, um, fuck knows what I was going to say. <laughs> um, Is it not about like inspiring people to come out? No, I think you got, I think you got distracted it. by yeah. the snog. I did as the well. Snog, I didn't yeah. see it coming. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll start that bit again so it's clear, clear. Um, so I've known Gok for so many years and we did have this this weird snog after Chatty Man years ago which was very <laughs> funny and um, however he always what I always love about him is if he's in a place I remember we were in Soho House and someone came up to him and said I'm really struggling with my weight and how do I learn he goes give me two minutes and he goes let's go and sit over there and he takes those people and goes alright how can I help you and he actually speaks to them. And that kind of stuff I absolutely adore. Um, if they're struggling with anything, again, we're in that position of, of people knowing who we are. 
It's not heaven that we can sit there and be like, okay, don't worry, you've got, I'll hold your hand. You are a good egg, Ollie Locke. You are a very good egg. Right, we'll have, can I please have you back in part two to chat all things made in Chelsea OG? No. Come on, your acting career, we're going to talk about that. Yeah, of course, no problem. (laughs)